another beautiful day. And I'm back by the lake. of bird activity today. actually heard a woodpecker very, very close to me just now. It sounded like it was actually um, digging for food in the bark of a tree rather than doing its normal drumming. Um, coming up to the sheep field on the edge of the reserve and the sheep are, sheep are here I'm not sure if they took some out and left some anyway many lambs and many goslings as well some Canada geese here with, with their goslings loads <laughs> Hoovering up the grass in the field. And lots of very happy looking ewes with uh, being followed around by tiny lambs. Scattering of crows and magpies. scene. And uh, yeah, I had a day off yesterday. I felt extremely tired for reasons that I don't know and uh, just didn't do a great deal at all yesterday. Felt like a good day for a rest. Again, happy to be happy to be back out. Just seem like a good year for geese. I must say, there's so many goslings. Every every pair seem to have a pretty good number, pretty much. It amazes me every year, surprises me <laughs> anew how these tiny animals are born ready to go pretty much, eating and aware and awake, fulfilling their, fulfilling themselves I suppose.
so different from, hum from human babies as well. I was always amazed by the babies in my family how, how much capacity they have the moment they are conscious enough and aware enough to actually pay attention to things. How quickly you can see the personality. And how that personality doesn't necessarily change in certain ways all the way through to adulthood. It's quite funny to see in many ways. There's a whole series of small ponds which have been left here. And uh, always enjoy this area looking through. There's so much, so much to see really, sort of peeking through into different worlds. sad to see today that one of the hides is um it was, it was always closed but uh, i think it was pretty clear that people have been consistently going into it and now it's um got a sign up on it saying that it's been vandalized so no entry it's unsafe um, which uh, it's not quite the first one actually that's been vandalized since all this started, I think it's um, a combination of lack of footfall, um, maybe. Certainly lack of... Um, um, there, there are fewer opportunities, I think, for the people who manage the reserve to come on the reserve because of the lockdown. Well, I could be wrong about that, but that's my impression. And uh, I guess also that there's clearly less, less for certain certain people to to do anyway it's a pity but I kind of early on in the whole lockdown I got quite um, wound up about the whole thing because it, it was clear that people were, mis were misbehaving on the reserve and um, but I realized that the, the actual hides are such a tiny part of the reserve and they're that's the bit of the reserve that's for people. And uh, of course the, the people, in terms of day-to-day, -day, uh, sort of what the, what the reserve is actually for, the people are in some ways the least important part. So even if every, every hide was vandalised to the point of being demolished, 
they're all replaceable. And as far as the day-to-day -day life on the reserve is concerned, it would make almost no difference. And, uh, yeah, it's interesting actually looking at how my brain was working because I really got really got wound up about it and and. Uh, realize it was absolutely attachment I mean I can I can rationalize why I need not be attached and in fact as I just have you could, you could call that a rationalization um, but you don't have to be able to rationalize a reason for non-attachment in order for non-attachment to be a good thing I think that's worth <laughs> worth saying just drop down to the lake level one of the fishing fishing pitches I suppose you call them this one's quite a big one I have a feeling this may have been part of the um, industrial history it's, it's a quite a big sort of platform here It's great to be down at a, just right by the water. And uh, on the path up behind me, a father has just pushed a push chair through. So another, another youngster come, come into the world. I suppose if I was going to try and pull a single thing out of this, I would probably say something like, again, a line from the scriptures, which I, I'm always dipping into, low here, set up not your own standards. I uh, don't set up your own standards, and I see it so much, so much. I, uh, one of the things I was doing earlier in the lockdown was coming out at a particular time. Um, and I, th I think generally the earlier the better. But I started to find that I was actually getting stressed out about the time that I was leaving. And it was strange, it was as if I was making assumptions about the, the quality of what I was doing on the basis of the, the precise time that I left the, the house. And I think some of it is just a, a wish to be alone outside. And obviously the later it gets, the more people tend to be around during the day. And I was prejudging the quality of the walk and 
my ability to even do these talks if I was being interrupted and so on. And it took me a while to realise. And it definitely simplifies things when, you know, if it's good to go for a walk, go for a walk. And it's good to go home, go home. All those really simple things. It's so easy to add layers of perceived um, quality or something. I'm not sure what you'd call it, but it's just grasping, really grasping for a better, a better outcome. But you know, better compared to what? You just you get what you get. <laughs> you know, I'm only going to do this once today, and the thing that I do today is it for today that's that's it so an interesting I think an interesting habit of mine which I don't know you might find you might find familiar maybe yeah once again a very simple line from the scriptures really um, shows itself to be um, incredibly useful. Excuse me, I'm sniffing slightly. I think I've got hay fever. Um, and of course, once you start applying it, You realise that actually it's pointing once again, like so many of these things, to letting go of the opposites, you know, good and bad and right and wrong and all of these things that we we layer on top of our kind of natural knowledge, understanding of what we need to do next and, and what's going on. so much of this is trust. Trusting ourselves, trusting the practice, trusting that we can actually recognise when we don't get things quite right and also how much is already quite right, how little actually needs to be done in many ways and also what needs to be done trusting that we can see that when we need to. He's walking past the dad and his kid.
So not for the first time. What I see I need to do is a gentle laying down. The, uh, the rules and standards that I'm making up. And weirdly, even though I think I need those things to motivate me to do the right thing, what I actually find is that I put energy into telling myself that things aren't going to be good or as good as they could be. So, like the adverts say, just do it, I think is... <laughs> Is, 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 is interesting, obviously, within uh, within uh, within what it is good to do. If it's good to do, just do it. So I'm hoping I'm recovering now from yesterday's extreme tiredness. And uh, I'm gonna take today's talk to heart. I shall remember not to set up my own standards about that and how it's okay to just get on with it. And, Judge. So I hope, I hope you can have a great day today. And maybe we can all give ourselves a little more space, a little bit of slack. Maybe within that space, something, some prompting maybe can occur. So have a great day and stay well.